Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Join us here today as we begin our study into the messenger in Daniel chapter 10 here on the Last Things Podcast. It's your boy Damien coming to you once again with another episode of the Last Things Podcast, where we are on a journey to truth. It is indeed an honor and a privilege to come before you once again as we discuss the Word of God. How is everybody doing on today? Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Man, we got us a very good episode, man. I want to thank you guys so much for all your continued support of this podcast, because as I always say, this podcast will be nothing if it was not for you guys' support. Thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. I greatly do appreciate you, man. I, I You just don't know how much I appreciate appreciate you when you tune into an episode, man. I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Last week, we covered the 70 weeks prophecy of Daniel chapter nine. It's the last four scriptures from Daniel. I think it's verse 23 through 27. Those last four scriptures. But man, they have so much information in those last four scriptures man we covered the entire prophecy the the timing of when everything is man if you haven't listened if you're listening to this episode go back and listen to the 70th week episodes i think that was like three parts i want to say it was a three-parter go back and listen to those episodes and then come back to this okay but i really want you to understand that 70-week prophecy in daniel chapter 9 it it is pretty much if I guess you could say it's a summary of everything in time, everything in the end times. It's a summary of all of it, you know, and it's pretty much a summary when you really break it down and really investigate to see for yourself. But as I always say, go back over it and look over everything yourself, because we you know, we, we might disagree on the times, the dates. We might disagree on some things, but I always tell everybody. Don't take my word verbatim. Go back and investigate, study through the word, dig through the scriptures for yourself to see if what I'm telling you is right. Or you might have a different you might have a different opinion. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, as I said, just long as the end of the day, we both um, really we both serve the same master, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that really matters. Okay. So go back over that. Uh, go back over those episodes. If you haven't, uh, if you're listening to this for the first time, go back and check those episodes out. Okay. Now we are here at Daniel chapter 10. Now this is going to be pretty much a straightforward lesson. Okay. Because Daniel 10 is really a setup 
for the last two chapters in the book of Daniel, Daniel's chapter 11 and Daniel chapter 12. Okay. So Daniel 10 sets up Daniel 11 and 12. So it's going to be a real straightforward uh, lesson. It's not, I don't think there's too much hidden meanings or things of that nature. Okay. So it's pretty much a straightforward lesson. Okay. So, but before we do this, before we get started with the lesson, I want you to go to Ephesians chapter six and those you Bible scholars who are listening, this scripture probably sounds very familiar, okay? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we are not fighting, uh, 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 before I start, I'm reading this in the New Living Translation, okay? For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places, okay? Now, I'm going to read this again, but I'm going to read it this time in the King James because King James will sound the King James version will sound very familiar to everybody to uh to you. OK, so we're going to go back to uh, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. OK. So what is being said here is, as it says, you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Oftentimes a person's behavior is influenced by a spirit. You know, if you have somebody just, for example, who sleeps around a lot, they, they sleep around with everybody. That's a spirit of adultery. That's a spirit of lust. Okay. When you deal with somebody who, who tells lies all the time, that's a lying spirit. Okay. So a lot of times, certain uh a lot of times people's behavior is not them it's really the spirit that's in them okay it's the spirit that's that lives that it's the spirit you know so this is very important why am i talking about this because daniel chapter 10 today deals with uh we're going to get kind of a little glimpse into the spirit into the spiritual world as far as what's going on. But I want you to realize a lot of times that you're dealing with people. It's not the person. It's the spirit that's in. It's the spirit that's on that person. OK, spiritual weakness in high places. It's the spirit that you're dealing with. It's not the person. It's the spirit that you're dealing with when it comes to a person. OK, so a lot of person's behaviors, if you want to know what spirit that they might have, Go on, the, write down, write down all their behaviors, all their behaviors that they do. And then go on Google and type in their behaviors, type in uh, different spirits. I think it is. I think it's different. I can't remember what it is that you type. You can type in um, spiritual warfare. And what will come up is some some uh, sites will come up and it'll show you different spirits. And if you look at all of the roots, all the fruit of that particular spirit, you know, that's what you do. You know, that's the spirit you're dealing with, you know, like a like a spirit of deaf and dumb spirit, for example. Uh, deaf and dumb spirit is basically um, somebody that goes into violent convulsions. We look at that and we see somebody going into a violent convulsion. What do we th instantly think of? We think of a seizure. But in the Bible, it calls it a deaf and dumb spirit. OK, so you just got to research. Do your Google research, man. If you had if you if, if, if you um, if you do daily devotions, 
get you, if you want to know more about this, get you a devotion that deals with spiritual warfare. Okay. Read up on that. Cause that's really what that's, that's where this will come into uh, fruition with spiritual warfare. If you notice, look at that. If you notice, if you go back to Ephesians chapter six, look at what it says. Verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand be able to stand against the wiles of the devil wiles is another word for trick okay but you know how i always tell you put on your armor before you walk out of the door this is where we get it from ephesians chapter six okay you go back and study it over your in your own study time but ephesians chapter six is the armor of god just as you know, Tony Stark has an armor for Iron Man, just as, you know, I am an anime guy. Um, I, I watch a lot of anime. I am a big Guyver fan. If you don't know, if you don't listen, if you don't watch anime, you won't know who the Guyver is. But if you watch anime, you'll know who I'm talking about when I say the Guyver. It's just like a space. It's just like the Guyver is a suit of armor, right? Well, God has a suit of armor for us that we are supposed to wear to protect us from the wiles and the tricks of the devil. Okay, so Ephesians six is the whole is the armor of God prayer. Okay, but I'm like I said, I'm using that to set up what's going on in Daniel ten. Okay, now let's go to Daniel ten, and let's start with verse one. Okay, in the third year of the reign of King Cyrus of Persia, Daniel also known as Belshazzar, had another vision. He understood that the vision concerned events certain to happen in the future, times of war and great hardship. When this, verse two, when this vision came to me, I, Daniel, had been in mourning for three whole weeks. So let's, let me stop right here for a minute. So Daniel had this vision three weeks ago. He's talking about it now. But he says this vision is three weeks old. OK, look at verse three. All that time I had eaten no rich food, no meat or wine crossed my lips. And I used no fr uh, fragrant, fragrant, I'm sorry, lotions until those three weeks had passed. OK, now let's go to verse four. OK, on April 23rd, as I was standing on the bank of the great Tigris River, I looked up, verse five, I looked up and saw a man dressed in linen, in linen clothing with a belt of pure gold around his waist. Verse six, his body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning and his eyes flamed like torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze and his voice warred like a vast multitude of people. Verse seven. This is where it gets very interesting. Okay, so let me, so we see Daniel sees a guy that shows up and he's describing how he's dressed. Okay, now I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna keep reading and we're gonna come back to this guy's possible identity. Okay, verse seven. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing, but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. Verse eight. So I left there. So I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me. My face grew death, deathly pale and I fell weak. Then I heard the man speak. And when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. Verse 10. Just then 
a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling to my hand, still trembling to my hands and knees. Daniel said he fell face first on the ground and this guy is picking him up and he's still shaking, right? Verse 11, and the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up for I have been sent to you. When he said this to me, I stood up still trembling. Verse 12, then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel, since the first day you begin to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has had has, I'm sorry, been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer. All right. Listen to what they, what 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 he says. Verse 13. But for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me, and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. Now I am here to explain what will happen to your people in the future, for this vision concerns a time yet to come. Okay, so the ain't this guy comes and he tells Daniel, um, you've humbled yourself, and when you begin to pray, God sent me to answer your prayer. However, what does he say? He said, I got held up by the prince of per Persia. King James says prince of Persia. In New Living Translation says spirit prince, but it's really prince of Persia. Okay, so who, what is the prince of Persia? According, according to what this guy says, it's a spirit, okay? So basically what a lot of people are thinking, it's a spirit attached to the kingdom of Persia, okay? It's a fallen angel, pretty much. That's what they believe. It's a fallen angel, okay? Now, remember when I said I was going to come back to that guy's identity? Let's discuss that now, because here's the thing. There are some people who will who try to say that this is Jesus. Right. Because the way he the way Daniel described him. Let's go back up to verse. Six. Let's go back up to verse uh, four, verse five. I'm sorry. Daniel said he looked up and he saw a man dressed in linen clothing with a belt of pure gold around his waist. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning and his eyes flamed like torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze and his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Doesn't this sound familiar? If you listen to this podcast, the description of this man should sound familiar. This man is somewhat described by John in Revelation. John said Jesus somewhat looks like this guy looks like the way Jesus looked when John saw him in Revelation. Right. So the question is, could this be Jesus Christ? The answer? No. In my opinion, no, this is not Christ. Why? Why do you say it's not Jesus? OK, I'm glad you asked me that. Let's scroll down. Let's scroll back down. Look at verse 13. But for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. And I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. You see this? This guy says that he couldn't get by to answer Daniel's prayer because the prince of Persia was blocking him. So he had to call backup. He had to call Michael. Michael is the chief archangel is the chief archangel. Okay. Whenever there's a fight going on, Michael's coming. No questions asked. No questions asked. Any fight that goes on in heaven, 
Here comes Michael. Michael is a warrior angel. If you notice Gabriel, Gabriel always comes with a word. He's you never see get you never seen in in scripture. I don't believe where Gabriel has been fighting. You see Michael fighting all the time. You don't never see Gabriel fighting. Gabriel mo, uh, mainly comes to deliver a message. Okay, but Michael is a fighter. Okay, but look at what this guy said. He couldn't get by, and he had to call Michael to come and help with the angel, help with this uh, with this spirit, right? But here's the thing. If this guy was Jesus, do you think he would need Michael's help to deal with this? No, he wouldn't. Jesus is a force all on his own. He doesn't need any help to deal with this. The Bible says um, demons tremble at the name of Jesus. So if that had been Jesus, this demon, this spirit or whatever would not have been giving him any problems. He would not giving him any problems because he would be too fearful. OK, so this guy that John, that John, that Daniel is seeing, I believe it's a high ranking angel. It's not Jesus because Jesus does not need any help to deal with a spiritual problem. He can do it on his own. But the mere fact that this angel had to call Michael to come help him, that tells me that this ain't Jesus because Jesus doesn't need any help. He can handle it all on his own. Like I said, he's a force by himself. OK, now let's keep going. All right. Verse 15, while he was speaking to me, I looked down at the ground, unable to say the word, unable to say a word. Then the one who looked like a man touched my lips. I'm going to stop right here for a minute. Notice in verse 16, the one who looked like a man. Do you see capital? Do you see capital capital letters anywhere? No, these are all lowercase letters. So to me, this is another way of knowing this is not Jesus Christ. Why? Because there's no capitalization. There's nothing that shows him to be Jesus Christ in this scripture. I believe it's just a man. It's just an angel, a high ranking one, but this ain't Jesus. Okay. But let's, let's keep going. Verse 16. Then the one who looked like a man touched my lips and I opened my mouth and began to speak. I said to the one standing in front of me, I am filled with anguish because of the vision I have seen, my Lord, and I am very weak. Verse 17, how can someone like me, your servant, talk to you, my Lord? My strength is gone and I can hardly breathe. You see that Daniel's telling him he's weak because of seeing this guy, which we know this is an angel. Look at, look at what it says. Lord is lowercase. So we know this is an angel. This ain't, this ain't no, this isn't Jesus. Okay. Now let's look at verse 18. Then the one who looked like a man touched me again, and I felt my strength returning. You see that? So the one that looked like a man, he touched his lips and Daniel was able to talk, but he was still fearful. So then the man touched it, touched him again. And this time he said, my strength came back. He felt like I'm okay now. Look at verse 19. Don't be afraid, he said, for you are very precious to God. Peace. Be encouraged. Be strong. This is what the angel's telling Daniel, okay? Uh, and, let's, and let's keep going. As he spoke these words to me, I suddenly felt stronger and said to him, please speak to me, my Lord, for you have strengthened me. Verse 20. He replied, do you know why I have come? Soon I must return to the fight against the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. 
of the kingdom of, of the kingdom of Persia. I'm sorry. And after that, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Greece will come. Verse 21. Meanwhile, I will tell you what is written in a book of truth. No one helps me against these spirit princes except Michael, your spirit prince. So this angel says no one helps him except for Michael. But look what he said. He has to return. To, he said, I, I, I'm, I'm here to tell you what what this what your visions mean. However, I got to go because I got to get back to the fight that's going on with Mike, with Michael and the uh, Prince of Persia. And he says, after that, the spirit of the, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Greece will come. What does he mean by that? It means per, after that, the, the, prince, the prince of Greece will come spirit wise. OK, so if the spirit, if there's if what they're saying is if there's a spirit attached to Persia, then it means there's a spirit attached to Greece as well. OK, now we know by history, uh, the Persian Empire fell to the Greece into the kingdom of Greece. Right. The Greek Empire. Right. But we also know that the Greece, the kingdom of Greece is going to fall to who they're going to fall to the Romans. OK. So we know that the uh, kingdom of Greece is going to fall. Well, it's going to fall to the Romans. But right now we're dealing with the kingdom of Greece getting ready to take over the um, take over from the uh, Persian Empire. Just as the uh, vision of the ram and the goat in Daniel 8, I believe the ram and the goat was about who? Uh, Persian, Persia and Greece. And now here we are, Daniel 10. And we're by, and we're dealing with the same two, Persia and Greece, Persia and Greece. OK. Now, that's pretty much it. As I said, this is a straightforward lesson because Daniel 10 is nothing more than a setup. <clears throat> excuse me for Daniel 11 and the final chapter of Daniel, Daniel 12. OK. So there was really nothing hidden in this lesson, but we still needed to go through it. It's pretty, like I said, it's an easy lesson. It's pretty much straightforward, straight, no, no hidden meanings, no nothing, nothing we need to investigate. It's just a straight conversation Daniel is having with an angel who has come to tell him what these visions that he had three weeks ago. Remember, Daniel said this happened to him three weeks ago. So this man has come and he said, I couldn't get here fast enough because I was dealing with the Prince of Persia. I had to call Michael. Now, Michael is holding him back while I tell you what uh, what thus says the Lord. However, I got to get back to the fight with Michael. Which leads me to believe once again, I don't believe this was Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus, as I said, is a force on his own. He needs no help with nobody. He is a majority all by himself. He needs no help with anybody. So I believe that this is just a high ranking angel. Remember what we said in Ephesians, you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but what spiritual wickedness in what high places, high, high ranking angels. OK, we got the cherubim, we got the cerebrum, and then we got who we got the archangels. All we have is Gabriel and it, I'm sorry, is Michael and Gabriel. As archangels, okay. Now, if you go to other translations, they'll have like uh, Raphael, Uriel, and a couple of others. But for us, our Bible, all we know of is two: Gabriel and Michael. Okay, that's all we know, just those two. So, having said that, that is it for Daniel chapter ten. As I said, straightforward lesson. Daniel ten is a setup for Daniel eleven, 
in Daniel 12, okay? And that's where we're going to begin next week with Daniel chapter 11. And we're going to do our best to finish out Daniel chapter 11 and Daniel chapter 12 before the year, before the uh, season finale of uh, the podcast comes up. And that's, and of course, as I said, for that month of December, I'm going to take a, take a month off to recoup and recover and figure out some uh, direction. But we're going to get through Daniel before that. Last time we went, when we were studying Revelation, I came uh, after the uh, week was up, we came back uh, to Revelation 12. I don't want to do that. I want you to be able to um, go over everything that you have, everything. So I don't want to wait. I want to go ahead on and get it, get all the information to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you will have time to go back over it yourself. Amen. Amen. So guys, we have reached the point of our uh, podcast where we want to offer Christ to you. Jesus said this, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you because the yoke I give is easy. And the burden that I have is light. this yoke is easy and the burden that I give you is light. A lot of things you're trying to do, you're trying to handle it on your own and you're sitting back wondering why things are not working out for me. Why is it not working? It's because you're doing it your way. Your way is not going to work. It, it's not it's not going to work. It may work for a little while, but it, it's not going to last. You're trying to do it all on your own. And God is saying, I have a better way. My way is better than your way. My way is guaranteed success. If you want to know how meticulous God can be with his planning, go back and read Matthew chapter one and read the lineage of Jesus Christ and, and ask us and look at it and look at it in this way. God had to get two people to a certain place at a certain time to meet up and get together, fall in love, and then they have a child, and then that child has a child, and that child's child has a child, and they kept going, kept going for 400 years just to get Jesus here. If you look at how God planned that, all you could sit back and just be in amazement of like, how, wow, how could God do something like that? And what I'm saying to you is he has a plan for you as well, but here's the thing. You got to humble yourself and submit yourself to him. You got to humble and submit yourself to him. The Bible says in the last day, and many will say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast out devils in your name? He's going to say, yeah, but I didn't know you. Depart from me, work of iniquity. You must have your own relationship with the father. You can't depend on your parents. You got to have one of your own. He's waiting to talk to you. He's waiting to show you great and mighty things. He's waiting to open doors for you, new business ventures, new ideas, a new mindset. He's ready to do all of those things for you. All you have to do is to submit to his will. Yes to your will and yes to your way. And I promise you this time, one year from now, you're going to look back and say, man, I should have done this a long time ago. I should have done it a long time ago. Amen. Amen. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to bow your heads with me and pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. I ask you, Lord, to come into my heart. Make me, shape me, and mold me into the person who you've called me to be. My life is now in your hands. Do with me as you wish. In the mighty name of Lord Jesus, I pray and thank you. 
Amen. Guys, we're going to believe that if you pray that simple little prayer, you have just transferred over from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. And we believe that your name is now written in the Lamb's book of life. So if you were to go by grave or raptured up, you're going to spend eternity with the Father. Amen. Amen. Welcome home, my brother. Welcome home, my sister. And as I always say, now that you are saved, pray and ask God to send you to a good Bible-based church. Amen. Because everything that says church in this day and age is not church. Pray and ask God to send you to where he wants you to go. And he will do just that. Amen. Amen, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Very A very short episode, but as I said, Daniel 10 is nothing more than a setup for Daniel chapter 11 and the final book, the final chapter in the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 12. OK, so that's all. So that's it for this week's episode. Um, next week, we are going to cover Daniel chapter 11. We're going to get right into it with Daniel chapter 11. And then finally, we'll be uh, we'll have Daniel chapter 12. And I think we'll be done for the season. I think we'll be done. We're going to see. We'll see how everything works. OK, so guys, pray the Lord's prayer before you walk out the door in the morning, you and your family. And as I said, Ephesians chapter six. Study the armor of God prayer, study the armor of God and pray that prayer with you and your family before you guys walk out of that door. So you'll be protected from the wiles or the tricks of the enemy. Amen. Amen. I love you guys. You guys, please be safe out there. And I'll see you back here next week with another fantastic episode of the Last Things Podcast, where we are on a journey to truth. Love you guys. Be blessed. <laughs>